0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Are you being strong or are you walking in fear? You know, are you walking in faith? Or are you walking in fear? So many who are true believers are being so tempted to walk in fear <coughs> rather than in faith. And that's the reason I'm, we're going through this series on the podcast. i just looking at what the scripture says about do not fear, do not fear. Uh, in the previous episode, we looked at the first part of the first chapter of Joshua, where Joshua has just become the leader of the people of the Lord. And the Lord tells him three times at the beginning of the chapter, the first nine verses of the chapter, to be strong and be very courageous. In other words, don't fear. Be strong. Be very courageous. I want to go to finish the balance of that chapter right there because he has told this one more time to be strong and courageous. But this time, he's being told that by the people of the Lord. By the people of the Lord. So let's look at it. This is Joshua chapter 1, verse 10. says this, Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourself, for within three days you are to cross this Jordan to go in to possess, it, to possess the land which the Lord your God is given to you. So Joshua comes to the people and he says, hey, y'all get ready. Because three days from now we're going to cross the Jordan and we're going to go over. And we're going to possess the land. See, the Lord had given the land to him. We're going to go possess this land. And folks, there's a lot more to this that I'm not going to get into right now. But it has to do with the... Uh, uh, a divine counsel, understanding of the Scripture, and how that the battle that we are in is a battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and things within the heavenly realm. And that in the midst of that, that this possessing this land is actually part of that spiritual warfare. It's very much it, taking back that <coughs> which the enemy had taken from the Lord. So, i resume. Verse 12. To the Reubenites and to the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said this, He says, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, the Lord, your God, gives you rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But you shall cross before your brothers in battle array, all your valiant warriors and shall help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he gives you. And they also possess the land which the Lord your God is given them. Then you shall return to your own land and possess that which Moses, the servant of the Lord gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. What this is about right here, when they got to the uh, eastern side of the Jordan and we're looking at the promised land, the Reubenites, the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh had approached Moses and said, Hey, you know, we really like this land right here. Forgive me a second. I got a beeping going off. <laughs> We really like this land right here where we are right now. Can we not stay here? You know, we'd like to stay in this land. And so Moses said, okay, you can do that. But let me tell you, you can't just stay in that land and not cross over with us because that would not be fair to the balance of us. So that's what he's saying. Those of y'all who are of the army and of the warriors, you now go with us. They had agreed to do that. And they did it. They wind up doing it. And when they wind up taking the land, they went back to the land. And that land is being described as toward the sun, On the other side of the Jordan, it was on the east side of the Jordan. Now, here we go. Verse 16. They answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. So this is the people responding to him. Now, Whether this is the Reubenites, Gadites, and half-tribe of Manasseh, or if it's all the people, I'm not sure. I suspect it's probably all the people. They're saying what? We're going to obey you in the same way. Whatever you command us, we're going to do. Wherever you send us, we're going to go. We're going to obey you in the same way we obeyed Moses, (laughs) which I think might give Joshua a moment to pause there because they did not obey Moses the best way all the time. Okay, But then they said this, Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. We're asking that the Lord will be with you in the same way that he was with Moses and that you will lead us. And then they sort of double down this last verse, verse 18. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words and all that you command him shall be put to death. Well, that's pretty serious right there. They're saying that we're going to obey you to such a degree that if somebody does not obey you, we will execute them. So that, that's, a, that's a fairly substantial promise right there that they're making to, uh, to Joshua. But then they close it here, folks. They close it out with this last statement. Let me read the whole verse 18 again. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words and all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Folks, that's profound. The people right here are looking at Joshua and telling him, we will do all this, but what you're calling is to be strong and courageous. Folks, that is the calling of those that are leaders within the body of Christ. Only be strong and courageous, not in our own flesh, not in our own volition, not in our own ability, but in the Lord. Too often, I've had this happen, folks, many times. People talk to you and they inquire to you and they want to know, what is your vision for your church? What is your vision for this and that? And that has just bugged me for 35 years now, Okay. Like, what is, why does it matter what my vision is? Now, I know what they're saying. So hear me carefully here, okay? I know what they're saying. And I know what a lot of times they're actually trying to mean by that. But there really is it's sort of an alien thought of when you sit there, look at somebody and say, hey, it's real simple. It's not whether you've got all these qualifications and you've done this and you've done that. What is the mind of the Lord in relationship to this? What is the mind of the Lord in relationship to leadership? I only want to be strong and courageous in the Lord. And whatever he decides and however he decides to do it, we want to live and function within that. Folks, we need to do the same thing. We need to be strong and courageous in the Lord, particularly as the world continues continues to be whipped up in fear. You see it now. I was just talking with one of my closest friends here just a moment ago about all this about how the media and governments are whipping people up into fearful frenzies. And those who are believers, I mean, true professing believers are getting caught up in in the same way. The more you see that kind of stuff going, the more our strength and our courage in the Lord increases. Because we know this is just a battle strategy of the enemy. Folks, fear not. Be strong. Be courageous in the Lord. Speak forth these truths live these truths forth to start with and then speak them forth and what's going to happen is the Lord's going to give you opportunity after opportunity to bring his peace into people's lives, to bring understanding see I think the Lord is bringing understanding about what's happening right now in our days, we're in the midst of the 2020 coronavirus thing, that the Lord is giving understanding, my friend a while ago said this, he said, I woke up one morning and all of a sudden I knew exactly what was going on with everything Well, where do you think that came from? The Lord just literally opened his mind up and gave him understanding and revelation, enlightenment, illumination into what was happening to where he can speak it forth. That is called prophesying, folks. That's speaking forth the truth of the Lord. That is what the world needs. That's what the world desires. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.